Happy New Year! <laughs> Very good! Wow! What the hell wow. Is that? I am impressed, uh, and welcome to the latest special New Year's edition 8-4 Play podcast. Um, I'm your host, Mark Gaming Jesus McDonald. With me, uh, uh, as always, the 8-foursome. Uh, to my right, Justin Benno Epperson. What is a Benno? You spent like a whole day at Ikea oh, and you yeah. don't know what Benno is. No, I don't. What is that? Your is that one of their is? furniture lines or something? Yeah, oh, my, my bookshelf is a Besta or a Besto, whatever. But you escaped. I escaped. You that did place e- is a trap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go in there. There's no windows. There's nothing. You just go in there and you live there for like seven hours. Did you it's, try the Swedish meatballs? I did not, but I had like a hot dog <laughs> with cheese and potato The chips. hot dogs aren't as good here in Japan. Yeah. yeah. Mm. This is the critical info that you get only <laughs> from the A4 Play podcast. Right. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a casino. There's no windows and there's not clocks no, anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you don't know, like, night is turning into day. I was there as well, bought, like, a couch. And, yeah, it's a nightmare. But uh, anyway, um, and uh, let's see. Across from him, uh, Kitty Corner, John Von Kaiser, Ricciardi. Von Kaiser, yeah. Von Kaiser. Sasuke. Sasuke. Yes. <laughs> We watched Sasuke last night. Uh, yeah. What is it called? American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Five Americans made it to round three, and none of them made it to the end. We are totally spoiling, spoilering this for the people. No, in they saw it before us. Really? What? Somebody tweeted really? me yesterday, like, what? yeah, they were like, yeah, they showed their, they chronicled their run like two weeks ago or something like that in America. What? Yeah. Well, so. anybody who saw it hopefully knows what we're talking about. One of the guys yes. looks exactly like Von Kaiser from, <laughs> from right. Punch Out of Punch Out fame. He I had the full if he to the podcast. Yeah. yeah, handlebar mustache. Maybe he is. Maybe his name he was, does. I think his name was like Brian something or other. Well, Von Kaiser, you did our country proud. He did. As a fact check, I think I believe only four of the five Americans made it to round three. I think one of them failed in round one of them. Two. Yeah. Oh, maybe you're right. He failed yeah. on the uh, log right. run thing. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot tougher this year. Like it the was? spinning, uh, like wagon wheel part yes. in the first section was really hard and then there was a rope like if you guys don't know like google uh, ninja warrior and watch some youtube videos it's worth it but it's basically like a crazy obstacle course japanese game show it happens it's like uh, double dare for adults uh, meets like american gladiators or something i don't know there you go double dare meets this is like the elevator pitch meeting for the uh (laughs) double dare meets american gladiators how could you go wrong but um, uh, it, yeah, and this year the the course the course changes. It's like two or three times a year. I don't know. I think it's, so. Yeah, and it's like a kind of a New Year's tradition here, at least for us, <laughs> right? <laughs> to to drink and and watch it. But um, and then there, yeah, at the beginning there's this little stepping thing you have to do, and there was a rope. Anyway, it was a lot harder this year. Um, yeah. uh, next to him, uh, rounding out the uh, the eight four uh, regular cast, uh, Hiroko Ozoni uh, Minamoto. <laughs> Ozoni, yeah, yes. that's right. You made at our Sasuke party. Uh-huh. You made handmade, uh-huh. homemade. What? Ozoni. Ozoni. So uh, it's a traditional Japanese soup that you drink um, or you eat um, on New- at New Year's. Yeah, it was awesome too. Oh, thank really you. Really good. Yeah, yeah. I never had it before. Am really? I the only one who thinks Ozoni sounds like an Italian like pasta o- dish? Ozoni. Ozoni. Yeah. I like Ozoni. Oh, sorry, John. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't bother me. I think you guys all sound like retards. <laughs> and finally, biding his time in the corner over there, being very, very quiet, so not as to spoil the surprise. Our special guest, our old friend, the one, the only, the Che Flop. Che Teiko Chow. Wow, <laughs> Che Flop came out. All right. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm honored to be on the uh, the Mobcast. Um, and uh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh sorry, sorry, oh, the, the, the bombcast. Body blow, body blow, body blow. <laughs> Dude, play Punch Out today. I, I guarantee you, it, it is not a great game. We, so we had <laughs> a great game. we had a little discussion. Hajime no Ippo is apparently 
one of Che's uh, really favorite games. Was that uh, GBA? Game Boy Advance. Yeah. yeah, I think it's one of the Treasure's best games. Yeah. And it's a Treasure game yeah. put out yeah. by ESP. Never made it to the States in any form, I did it? No. Even though yeah. Ippo as an anime is pretty popular... Uh, that game never did come out. In so what is that? What is the anime so called? It was, it was a manga Victorious, first. Right. Uh, yes. I'm sorry. Victorious you're right. Boxers, I think. Uh, yeah. Victorious Boxers uh, was the PS2 game. Yeah. Uh, that actually did come out in the states mm-hmm. from the same anime series. From right. the yeah, same the same anime series. series, but different people made. Right. It. And I remember, which was actually it was uh, it was a pretty uh, forward-thinking boxing game where it uses yeah, dual yeah. analogs, just like Fight Night ended up doing. So mm-hmm. it was fight night before. Right. It was, fight it was very night, procedural in yes. the in its fighting. It was country yeah. when, yes. when country wasn't cool. Right, exactly. Um, so I, I remember hearing a lot of people talk about this game around when it came out. I actually bought it and never played it, but I had really? it in a box yet yeah, because so many people. The thing that I had heard about it was, and the way we started talking about Punch Out, was that I had heard that it was kind of a punch out like updated punch out is that not mm. true like what how would you describe it um if by updated you mean like just a better game it's like a, yes it takes the concept of a first person boxing game like mm-hmm. two new heights and so but yeah. it's the same kind of like different boxers had different tells and it was a lot of replaying yes. the same boxers over again right, and, right okay but it's yeah. not just about that though that's the thing well then what's it about well, I mean, it's more than just the tells. Like, you actually have to box them, too. You're not just waiting for right. Von Kaiser to go, bloop, 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 you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's it's... Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> Why are you... You did so God good with it. that beginning sound. <laughs> I know, yeah. And then you totally dropped no, and also, it. Also, you can create your own boxer, and right? so you can then yeah. level them up, and there's a whole sort of... Mm-hmm. A little RPG progression aspect. Path. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. Well, anyway, yeah, I should I should go back and check that out. I, I lost my copy, but we have one here. Is your signed hero yeah, code? Is that what it is? Yeah, by the mm. president of Treasure. Nice. Oh, okay. This is before or after he did Stretch Panic. No, <laughs> I think it's after. <laughs> so um, let's talk about like let's start off all the games that we've been playing. It's been we had a little extended hiatus. Yeah. Uh, three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. So we kind of were making up for those uh, back at the start when we only when we had an episode every week. We're kind of <laughs> right. we saved up that time <laughs> to take it years. later. Right. Um, so what's everybody uh, been playing? Che, let's start off with you. You you actually were just playing something we were talking about right before we started. Um, you play a lot of iPhone games now. Well, I mean, it's sort of by necessity, right? I'm in Japan. Right. Um, I'm at my wife, my in-laws place in Tokyo. And they don't, they're, they, they're not very tech savvy. They don't so. have the, right. uh, no. the the smaller new 360, the quiet one. They didn't. They, they, don't, they don't have a, they don't have <laughs> a gaming PC that I can right. like load up my Steam account on. But don't you know, don't so. don't be shy about it. Like I saw your iPhone last New Year's, and like I had never you had like eight pages. Yeah, Che has more apps than anybody I know. Not just apps, yeah. games. Well, games, 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 games. To uh, iOS four, and I'll have two pages and yes. right. like, lots of folders. No, um, yeah, <laughs> I play lots of iPhone work. games. Well, let's actually. Fill people, update people. So, for people who don't, a lot of people might only know you as like the editor of Frame City Killer. Um, <laughs> but, but, which actually we'll talk about maybe a little bit later. You actually were. No, most people probably know you from your uh, EGM, your days writing for EGM right, Magazine, right, right. oneup.com, yes. oneup show, one of the co creators, basically. Right. So, I, I got started uh, through John, right? John uh, kind of hired, I mean, John hired me. He kind of got me to EGM. Which John? Riccardi. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> long time John. To oh, no, John told John Davison, hey, you should hire this guy from California, whatever. And then I met this guy you. From IRC. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This guy from IRC. This guy from IRC. No, uh, and then um, went on, did EGM for a year, and then went to gamers.com with Shu. 
And John as well. And John. Oh, that's that's, that's right. right. You were there. <laughs> I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you were you were basically like not really there because you were there just to leave to go to Japan, right? So right. It was an interim thing, yeah. but it was an interim thing for all of us because the company only lasted a year. I know, and we were like, <laughs> the whole time I was like, Mark, come join us. I almost <laughs> did. That got me a fat raise. Yeah, we actually. told that story oh, before. Damn you. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> No, and then, um, yeah, and then one up, right? And well, I went back to EGM, then you XBN, did XBN, right? Which, which was, was a cool magazine. Yeah, I was, we were way ahead of our time. Pour one out, yeah, pour one out for no, XBN. In, that, in that we were, you know, writing a magazine for people who uh, didn't really want to read it. <laughs> I mean, no, we were writing an Xbox <laughs> magazine. Basically, we way ahead of your time. That way. <laughs> right. There's a lot of magazines doing that now, actually. Yeah, that's true. No, I, actually, we were ahead of our time in that we were, I think, writing. Uh, sort of indie concepts for mainstream games. I mean, we were like so. I hear analyzing games from a weird, yeah. wacky sort of stoner kind of angle, angle. And then how I would with the spin that I would put on it is because I mean, honestly, you guys were just writing what you wanted to write, which was right. cool. But yeah. but actually, what it was, and I think I agree, you were ahead of your time in that it was less about. Uh, it was less of a consumer digest right. of games. Like, right. graphics are good, go buy it, kind of a... It was less of, like, yeah. yeah, like a straight review. You guys were interested in trying new different kinds of forms of writing. It was less what you were getting on the web, which was, like, quick and dirty, here's the news. It was, like, you kind of assume people already knew the news and that, that stuff, and you would get more analytical with right. things. Yeah, but nobody fucking cared. So, <laughs> uh, except for us, and we Some loved it. Some people cared. No, a, lot of, uh, a lot of people, like, w- once you guys went away, there was a lot, there was an outpouring of, you guys had oh, really? a small oh. but dedicated <laughs> following. Oh, I had no on, idea. You know, it was way better than the official Xbox magazine. No, just, I, I, I just remember uh, once, um, so it w- we were probably like, a few issues in, and it just was selling like shit, and I remember sitting in John Damison's office and kind of talking about it, and he was like, I was like, so yeah, you know, we're not doing so well, but you know, we're we're, we're trying to think of new ways to to make it more appealing to. He was like, why don't you just write about shit that Xbox owners care about? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, uh, oh, yeah. He was like, hey, you like Xbox? What do you want to read about? And I was like, oh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, so then after that, uh, and then that magazine folded. Um, Davison was nice enough to keep me on and move me to One Up, which was fun. I mean, so mm-hmm. I remember when I was at One Up, when I started there, you guys were still on print, and you guys were all anti doing online work. That was like the, that was like a year of like pulling right. teeth yeah. to get you snobby print editors to do so, anything. For so us. you 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 call it online work and snobby and whatever. It's I think the key phrase is work, and I think I would add more work onto that. Basically. <laughs> The main resistance of everyone, and it's happening now across all different kinds of media uh, to online, is, okay, you know what? Do the job that you're doing already, but how about you do an online version of that thing as well? (laughs) And I I think, you know, to your guys' credit, you came up with a lot of novel ways. One was, like, appearing in video and stuff like that where you didn't have to necessarily prepare for it, but and you also got the feedback. I mean, online was was great. You got the immediate feedback. You guys were doing the stuff that everybody was reading, but it was like nobody wanted to do more work. It was a weird time. It was like, I think it was right before blogs kind of blew up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there was no Kotaku, right? Right. So there was... It was still kind of dominated by IGN and GameSpot. That was kind of online was that. Right. Right. And OneUp was trying to do something different. Right. With blogs. It seemed like you guys were at the forefront of a lot of stuff. There was the blog. OneUp had like the whole blog thing. OneUp was, all- was one of the first sites to really get into the community thing. And now everybody's doing that, right? Yeah. OneUp's great right. thing was that it was idea wise and people wise and thought wise. It was way ahead right. of the curve and always mm-hmm. has been. But it, yeah, the problem. I think it was I think just tech. More right? so back then yeah. was execution right. and executing right. on the ideas. Because we had ideas that people are just now doing 
happening. Giant mm-hmm. Bomb has done a lot of really cool stuff. I mean, probably everybody had these ideas years ago. We had them way before that, but the right. tech was garbage. But anyway. Dude, <laughs> I still think about that CMS. <laughs> I still have nightmares yeah. of, the, of the system that we use to put in the stories. That, like the like, funny thing, oh, I'll, I'll get to later, but the, the CMS I worked with after that was even worse. Was even worse. I remember you saying that, which yeah. I cannot, I cannot yeah. believe. Amazing. It was actually a very good CMS. But so anyway, you have no idea. So. Point is, Che plays a lot of iPhone games. Okay. All right, right. That's right. the point. Okay, so, um, I have so, to admit, I, I play a lot of iPhone games. I'm very fond I think of the you're, iPhone. You're like a, you are kind of like a little bit ashamed of it. I'm not. You? No, you well, are. The, the, the only the, the only reason I'm ashamed of it is I think because um, I just I love the idea of iPhone. I love the idea of digital distribution and cheap games and being right. and disposable games. Right? You like mm-hmm. it's ninety nine cents. I don't care. I, and you play it for like five minutes. You're like I'm done. See, I have not yet embraced that kind of thinking. And so I, I get I get burned. I'm I'm I don't buy anything even at ninety nine cents unless like really? I have five or six friends. Yeah, I, the thought of like oh well it's only ninety nine cents right. doesn't occur to me. I still think of I'm buying a game. Mm-hmm. And so actually recently, and I'll start to I, I bought Secret of Mana. Did Uh-oh. you get that? Ooh, that that that. See, so, okay, so I have a I have a rule which is that yeah. I generally don't buy things on iPhone that are trying to recreate console experiences. Exactly. That's yeah. a good rule. Because like, it's the turbo, always Like fail. the graphics games you no, just bought. I mean, anything like Real Racing 2. Everyone's raving about that racing game. And, you know, Kaiser loves yeah. it. Loves t- loves it to death. And I'm like, I don't need a game that's trying to do console on my right. phone. You know, I think that's a really, really good point. Because the games, the two games that I've bought and been really satisfied with are, are very similar to each other. Uh, Cannonball mm-hmm. and uh, Robot Unicorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. attack, so attack. this is like uh, flash games, running games. R- right. I mean, they're like, both the basically yeah. Cannonball games, but but both of them uh, don't, are like one button tap, like simplified right. basically. Right. And mm-hmm. like Secret of Mana completely falls apart uh, and uh, from the start, and it looked like looks so good. I actually watched a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. I tried to do the informed. Did they improve th- the graphics or something a little bit? Ah, uh, you know, I mean, they did make it letterbox. I mean, mm. it's 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 letterbox. So I don't know how much of it's changed, or I, I I'm not really uh, up just on the resized. De- I heard that they redrew some sprites and stuff, really? but I haven't looked at it. Maybe so they know. did. It looked the same to me. Um, the music sounded great, mm. which I love the music to that game. Was it uh, uh, like the original Super Famicom or SNES soundtrack, or was it like a redone? Yeah, uh, no, I'm gonna say it's the original one. Although I'm, I'll probably get crucified. Okay. <laughs> so Mark, what's wrong? With it? I mean, so you, so you basically just hate touch controls, right? Is it the touch pad or whatever? That it is. is one big part of it. Is that simulating a D pad on right. the iPhone? Nobody's. I don't know that it's possible to get it right. Your thumb moves constantly and just reposition it as a pain in the I ass. It's it. on yeah. the screen. And the game is not built for that. So mm-hmm. in the very early sequence of the game, I don't know how much of you guys remember, but you have to cross like a log across a um, a river. There's like the, these bridges in the game or these little one character wide log across a river and have little steps, like a step leading up to it. Just getting to that, which is like you're not even supposed to think about it. I played the game back in the original came out. You don't even think about it. Getting to that was like this frustrating mess, and like mm. that was like, like boom, a pla- ruined it. Platforming puzzle or something? No, it's just it's just Moving. literally just <laughs> walking <laughs> from point A to point wow. B. You're wow. not even in the normal game. It's not a puzzle or anything. It's just getting there, 
it's designed for the D-pad, and when you try it on the thing, I just got screwed up. How did the controls work? Is there like a little D-pad like overlay on the screen or yep. something? Or? There's a little like slightly like yeah. see-through D-pad overlay. The, the, they even like you know the um, the wheel. I forget the little term they came up with it. It was novel at the time. The, oh, that has um, all your moves and stuff. Yeah, wheel menus. The menus are these wheel-based things mm. that you call up and. I don't know if that does anything for you, but that's the sound effects that it makes. They, they, Happy they did, New Year! They did, they did that. They did that for the iPhone. It's not perfectly done, but it's like okay, at least they tried. I mean, they did make an effort here, but it just not far enough. And also, it's choppy. I got oh, really? an, I got an wow. iPhone four. It's choppy. Mm, I mean, un- I that right there is like forget it, unforgivable. Like, can mm-hmm. you emulate it perfectly at least? Like, yeah, on a system well, that has infinite blade, it's kind of hard to uh, you know accept something like. That. Well, as soon as they announced it, I groaned for one reason, and I still haven't actually got an answer. So maybe you can tell me. But can you play multiplayer? I don't think so because I'm, that's like the whole point I of that know, game. I know, right. and it's nine dollars too. It's oh, not cheap. God. Yeah, wow. which nine dollars for a Super Nintendo game? That's ch- probably cheaper on virtual console right i mean it plays better too so anyway i gotta sadly say do not buy that game stay away Mm. if you're like a real diehard fan even i would wait till it's cheaper because i'm guessing it's going to drop i haven't noticed reviews uh, but i'm assuming the price is it's not selling the price i really feel like the people who made that game like just didn't know what they what they had made because ever since then there has not been like they're the sequels are all terrible no i know like they don't know what the appeal was like to make that bring that out and not have multiplayer be the core part of it it, wasn't maybe the art was the point i mean the art was really but good. they've had no, but good I mean, art since they've had some of the other mana games I, right. it is a puzzle and especially because i looked up uh like when i was doing this i was looking up like secret of mana and wikipedia and stuff and just remembering what an amazing amazing game that, that was especially with two other people hmm. um at the time the same guy there's a guy i forget his name the same guy was making mana games up until just recently yep. the same guy that's yep. all he's done for like even, the last 10 years even he didn't get it <laughs> no like <laughs> what the fuck happened yeah. like maybe some some listeners out there have have theories and uh ideas they know better i know there's a lot yeah. to know about the mana series but anyway so uh, so I, 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 I just want to say one thing uh, yeah. so to address your comment about why i'm ashamed i play iphone yeah. games is because i think so many of them are shit yeah um, oh yeah totally. but i i like the fact that so many of them are shit and cheap because for the you price like of the a fact full, that shit? <laughs> i like the fact that i don't have to like really think about it they're just right. like i they're throwaway yeah. and you don't like, feel bad that you spend a dollar yeah because so, so for instance the other night when i was at john's before i met you guys yeah for new year's um you know I have a data feed on my phone because I don't have it in Japan, so I have a Wi-Fi connection. So I'm like on the App Store looking at games. I downloaded the game while I was just waiting. Right. Um, it was called Die Zombie Die for ninety nine cents. <laughs> yeah. It's like a three D zombie shooter. Total piece of shit, right? I mean, I played it for like <laughs> I played it basically at his house, and then I never played. I haven't touched it since. Right. But. It was nine nine cents. I mean, right, right, right. Who cares? That's I think that's the right attitude to have about it. I think honestly, I'm coming from like an old man mindset where it's like, well, I'm not going to buy a game. How much yen is that? I mean, come on, it's right. like a good game. <laughs> yeah. right. 115. Well, that's what all the big discussion is about now, too, right? I saw that Mark today linked to a story in the New York Times about the upcoming portables for next oh, year, God, which quoted uh, Pack. Are you what you dude. don't like the New York Times? No, uh, <laughs> I hear this. They have a very talented uh, writer named Hiroko. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I. I it's just no. I've just been hearing shit about PSP two and then 3ds. I, yeah. I, well, the thing, the big thing that I took away from that story though was that like there's there seems to be a lot of doubt about those those platforms being able to do as well as their predecessors 
because of iPhone and yeah. all those games being so cheap now and everything. And iPad, and, too. And iPad, yeah. yeah. And Android. I mean, it, mobile phone games <coughs> uh, in general. But then what, the EA guy. Windows Phone 7. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Plug. Yeah. Wait, you never even got to what you're currently doing yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. Well, we'll, we'll get you, to it. You <laughs> stopped. He stopped at... He stopped at um, We're not going to let him get away. <laughs> no, but real quick, the other thing I was going to say about that story is it was the EA guy had a really interesting point, which he thinks that actually it's going to be the opposite, that they are going to do better because iPhone's bringing all these new gamers into the fold and some of them not all of them obviously but some right. of them are going to transfer over to 3DS because now they're interested in games again so I hadn't thought of that but that actually mm. makes kind of sense I mean, to me do you, I mean, do you think Angry Birds is actually turning people onto the Nintendo yes. 3DS some people really? yeah. no. I do think they will graduate people will start with Angry Birds and then be more open when they go over to, like go, go home for Christmas to their family and they're like oh well I like Angry Birds because that's like, how we so I want to buy a DS is that well that's a little bit more of a push but, uh, but it might be like like well, oh, PS, you know, PS3 has these downloadable games, or like like this, or XBN, you know, has these. I don't know, I don't know. I, I think, think we all we all years, started out like that. 20, I think yeah, the big leap ago. is that you're you're you have to buy a dedicated gaming machine, which is the whole point of not, like iPhone is that you don't have to have one. Right, that's the whole point. So I, I I don't agree with the overall thing that necessarily it's only like adding people. It's definitely mm-hmm. taking away. Yeah, yeah, for it's sure. definitely taking away from people. And I think right, actually right, the right, big right. losers and probably should be losers. I forget who brought this up. It might have been uh, Michael Pactor, the analyst on the um, on Game Trailers Bonus Round, or somebody I think brought it up there was. These games, it's not really an original thought, I've had it too. It's these games like Tetris, right? That you're buying Tetris for a DS, it's $30. You buy Tetris for the iPhone, it's like a dollar. Right. There's no reason going forward for those kind of games to be on the DS except for suckers to pay for them. So Mm -hmm. those kind of games should no longer and hopefully will die off on the dedicated console, which makes the dedicated console publishers concentrate more on the kind of games that you can only get on PSP2 and 3DS. That's interesting to me because that's what people like us or me anyway, I want that. Like I want my real games. Well, that's, and, and you know, a lot of those games will just be pushed into the download services for those two systems too like the 3ds and the psp will oh that's true they'll have their own app stores stores. yeah i think the the interesting thing is though so things are going that way but it's not it's not like they're playing nice with each other it's not like oh okay well iphone will get these very simple Mm. tetris games and ds like iPhone wants it all. Like right. iPhone games yeah. are starting. Infinity Blade. It's starting yeah. to get really more complicated mm-hmm. games, and it's not going the other direction. Right, though. and mm-hmm. the iPhone's just going to be getting better and better and power. But as long as it doesn't have an analog stick or like you know certain functions like the way it, like like tech, like buttons that have like actual feedback and stuff, it's oh. never going to be the same. Which is why you don't design the same kind of game. I mean, you just. Which is why you need games like Infinity Blade. Right, right? I think that game controls right. well, and I'm. But I that's it, why I think if it had a, a, a D-pad, it would be terrible. Let's talk about Infinity Blade, actually, because JJ, you played a bunch of it over the break. I did. Uh, I started. I downloaded it first on the iPhone before the Christmas break, and uh, I, I baby I, game. No, not at all. It's it's very adult and it's really good. I think uh, Ooh, it's adult. It's very <laughs> Ooh. lots of naked <laughs> muscle men, uh, big, big swords, and <laughs> yeah. Things. No, and like uh, so, I played through it the uh, the first two bloodlines. I'll I'll talk more about that later, but um, and then I realized I kind of screwed up because in the game you buy weapons and armor and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I spent all my money too quickly, so. I kind of, you know... I Well, just to back up a little right. bit, to, to say exactly what it is. So this is Epic's iPhone game. Right. Made it, by Chair, who also made... Uh, Shadow Complex. Yes. Shadow Complex. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh. So it's a... Uh, it's like a 
third person over the shoulder kind of it's actually it's kind basically of like punch, punch out, out. It it's is. basically yeah. punch out with soldiers yeah. everything every yeah. game is basically punch out that's yeah. the theme Last of this week podcast it was monster hunter too <laughs> right. yeah. well, monster hunter yeah was... every game is basically punch even mario brothers was basically punch out just right. moving left to right and mario was punch out <laughs> but no 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 but uh, so it's basically is punch out you block counter attack it's one on one sword fighting mm-hmm. right it's it's made for an iphone you're not even walking around it's basically no. like a you're on a um uh, just a path Right. It's on rails. It's on yeah, rails. It's well, it's kind of on rails. You can go left to right sometimes, but it's on for the rails. most part. It's a yeah. branching rail. You like get right. to a place and you can look around, right? right. And yeah, you yeah. can click on treasure. Yeah, so. but it's it's still it's very much on rails. It's right. made for kind of a replay, right? You mentioned like the yeah. bloodlines thing. You play through. You come up. You get to a knight. You fight the knight. You beat him. You earn a bunch of points that you can use to upgrade your character. Right. Buy new shit. Yep. Um, then you go on to the next guy. Yes. And the graphics are some of the best graphics for the iPhone. Some period. of the best graphics on any uh, handheld ever. Name a DS game that looks better. No, not, well, there aren't any PSP games no that DS. look better. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, talking from a technical standpoint. Yeah, like, well, okay, name a PSP game that looks better. Monster Hunter. But that's an art. I think that's from an artistic standpoint. Anyway, like, anyway. Oh, okay, yeah. This is a yeah, side note. So, right. give us the. Buy, don't buy, awesome. Well, I know you tried to do that quietly, but... Anyway, JJ. Uh, so, yeah, definitely buy. Yeah. Um, I need to get this game. I still haven't got it's, it. It's awesome because, like, you know... And the story is really good, too. Cause, so, you, st- you start out the game as... I guess you could say, like, the granddaddy or whatever. And you go in and you fight this god king. You're and not going to spoil it, right? I'm not going to spoil it. All right. But it's the beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah. Is that go, a spoiler? No, go, go. I know you guys are, like, really spoiled. Shut up and go. Okay. <laughs> and so you go in and you fight, uh, the, or you want to go fight the god king, but you never get a chance. You die before you even get to him. And right. then it starts over again, and you're like, I'm going to avenge my father. And uh, then you go through, like, this castle fighting off all of these minions and stuff. Then you finally get back to the God King. And Wait, now you're getting into spoiler Now I'm getting country. into spoiler. But so you get into the fight in the God King. And Wait, I don't, don't, don't give the spoiler. I'm not going to give the spoiler. All right. <laughs> and, then, and then that's when the game starts getting a little interesting. Like, okay. That's when, like, the story starts getting cool. And how long into the game is that? That's, like... 20 minutes or so. That's it. Hmm. No, yeah. I played 20 minutes. I didn't. 25 minutes, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah five minutes. It takes about 20 it. minutes to get through one bloodline. It's yeah, not, no, yeah. It's not hard. It's not. Dude, I played like a half an hour and I got to the first humongous, like. Uh, Did you keep dying or something? Yeah, yeah. dude. No. Did you. Play <laughs> no, I went slowly? up, I went to the branch to the right, fought another guy over there, came back, fought the huge first giant guy, and then that was. I. I, I, I know how much it, how much time it took because I played it from uh, Ikebukuro all the way to my house, which is like a 25-minute thing. So okay. where's the humongous guy? That's about maybe 12 minutes in. Well, whatever. But the, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. so it, the, the gameplay is very, like, sway. It does use... It is definitely made for the iOS controls. Yes, it's very, right. like, swipe right. up and to the right, and right. you swipe your sword that way. Swipe up and to the left. If the guy's attacking, you know, coming straight down, you, like... What brush to the right and you dodge. I mean, it's it's right. it is. Well, there's very... a button for dodging. But, uh, okay, right. And, and the, blocking. Yeah, well, there are two buttons. You know, you could dodge left, right. There's buttons for that. Right, right. The only actual like uh, touch controls are like swiping is done with the sword. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty cool. I haven't. I've been meaning to download it, but I just haven't had a chance to. But that'll be the next game I buy. I you think. definitely yes. Okay, so but uh, let's let's bring this back to Japan right. as a novelty for this podcast. Yes, ostensibly about Japan. Right. Um, che, the yes. the way that we started talking about this is that 
So you were playing Turbo Graphics. Uh, yeah. So one of the games. games I downloaded on my sort of two week vacation away from my you know mainstay gaming consoles and PC uh, was the Turbo Graphics sixteen game box. I guess this is called. Mm. Um, it's interesting. They uh, they released that emulator on the iPhone with whatever fifteen games or ten games or something like that and. Every day, there's like a new game that you can play for like five minutes, so you can just check it out. Oh, and the oh game, really? Yeah, and then the, the so the other day was like China Warriors, the worst like that game was yeah. the horrible. worst fucking game ever. Um, <laughs> but uh, it is a very very good emulator. So if you guys, if anybody here is fond of the PC Engine Turbo Graphics yeah, controls aesthetics, that's my big thing. It's just, it's that's what I'm worried about is like, mm. the controls. Like how do you the the uh, Virtual D Pad? So you know, to Mark's point, has it's not good. Uh huh. I wouldn't say it's good. I, it's passable. So, like for instance, I just last night I was able to beat Gradius. Really? On, oh, wow. With on one life. Damn. On one life by what? Safe stating your way through yes. it. Or? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So even like, that was really fucking hard. I mean, yeah. The, the great thing about the emulator is the save state thing is instant, right? So I mean, as it mm-hmm. should be. So it's really good. Um. So anyway, I, I got Ninja Spirits, uh, Vigilante. That was a good game. I mean, yeah. on the real turbo. Yeah. Uh, right. R type, um, Bonk, you know, whatever. And R type seems like it would just be too hard on a. I mean, EA released R type right? already. I, right? have, yeah. I have that version. So uh, the, the reason I bought the Turbo Graphics version is because I wanted to see the difference between the two. Because ah, I think right. the EA version is emulating the arcade board. Oh, is it? And the PC Engine version, I think, is right. toned down. It is. It's yeah, yeah. It's a port. Yeah. So a good port, but yeah. it's a port. Yeah. Um, okay, well let's uh, let's continue on uh, through games. So Che, I, we were talking about. I'm curious actually to get your take. You mentioned one of the last games that you played, like dedicated con- console. Connect? Games. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait. Yeah, Phil. So real quick, tell people where you work now. Uh, I've been at Microsoft for the last almost five years. Uh, in March, it'll be five years. Wow, I spent been long. Yeah, yeah. I spent four of it at Turn Ten doing Forza, and then now I'm at Three Four Three doing Halo. So, so actually, before we uh, go along to what I was going to talk about, um, why don't we talk about GT5 real fast? Because, yeah. John, you were playing that as well. Yeah. So, I was. Che, obviously, you're going to be coming from Jay, a did you sell my copy, by the way? Uh, no, I kept forgetting to bring it up. Oh, boy. <laughs> Didn't you get banned for talking shit yeah. about GT? I wanted to bring on- that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, That's a perma ban, right? You know, no, no, I'm I'm back. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I've, I've been back. It was, anyway. it was, a, it was a two week no. ban. I, think. I see. State yeah. your your propaganda masquerading as uh, opinion. <laughs> no, I was no, GT5. I was really looking forward to GT5. I mean, uh, I would say that the gaff um, hype thread worked for me, and I got super into. I was just looking forward to the amazing yeah. graphics and everything, and then the game did not disappoint on that front it was very visually impressive Mm -hmm. and i spent i think more time taking pictures of cars and races than i did playing and that's because i think playing the game was kind of painful because the ui is really just slow right i mean Mm -hmm. loading there's lots of layers of menus to go through and then every layer of menu has a load time so Mm -hmm. yes um, yeah so it uh, and also the career system is just like broken. So, yeah. Um, but it's got go karts. Go karts. <laughs> it does. And Did it has you a, try the go karts? No, it has like tons and tons of features. I mean, they just crammed that game full of yes. stuff. I mean, it's amazing. It's got a track creator, right? A track creator. Yeah. It's got rally. It's got uh, weather. It's got nothing. It's just like it kind of creates the track for you. But right. I mean, right, yeah, right. It's still. 
Yeah, it's a random track creator. Right. So, John, what did, what did you find? You owned it for a uh, while. Yeah. You know, well, first of all, I should preface it by saying I'm not, like, a huge car guy at all. So, like, I'm more, right. like, I mean, I did love GT1 back in the day and GT2, mm. but I didn't really get into it after that. And I like, I like Forza a lot, actually. Um, but uh, I bought it and I played it. And after a couple of days, I just honestly got tired of it because it's too, first of all, just installing it and getting started, there goes your first play session. It's, like, worse than Hiroko with Monster Hunter because it's, like, <laughs> basically you have to wait, like, an hour to install everything then you got to like download a patch first of all like, the, the download for the i mean the up the update when you install it's like 20 minutes remaining right. and it says that for like 20 minutes and then it's like 17 well, minutes you were remaining. also doing it probably on like the day it came out right uh no well shortly t- after it can take longer or shorter right. well there was a huge problem with the online thing it was super buggy if you right. went online in the first few days like it just totally slowed down the game and messed it up they patched it and fixed that but um yeah. my problem was job on patching yeah they have that. and it's probably a lot better now than when i sold it or got rid of it but like the thing is when che what che said was the thing that bothered me is all the menus are so like slow and there's mm-hmm. loading and you gotta you gotta go from this menu to that menu you can't like get anywhere easily and right. that was really frustrating well, no, i mean for me designed. it was uh it you know what it, it just it symbolizes Japanese game design in some way. It, oh, it, oh, no, oh, I'm sorry. Belt. I'm sorry. Eight, How is four. bad UI uh, <laughs> Japanese game? No, design? I'm, I'm talking about the career design. No, so. I kind of I kind of agree though. Um, like I think in this case, like the it's 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 like needlessly complicated layered layers of layering to get to where you want to get. <laughs> no, I mean, no, look, 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 so like for instance, um, you played GT before. I mean, there, you played GT one or whatever. So like yeah. there's like there are events that you need certain cars for, mm-hmm. right? And so then you have to go and find these cars, right? Uh, in the used market, where I mean, so basically you go buy these cars, which cost you money. You take these cars to a race, and if you don't upgrade the cars, you you aren't you're just not competitive, right? Like literally, the AI will just like zoom past you. So then you need to like spend money upgrading your car, right. so you have to finally win the race. And once you do win the race, the money that you spent buying the car and upgrading it, the payout doesn't actually cover that. So you actually lose money progressing into the career so then you gotta grind previous Garnet was complaining races. too that like when, and then when you do upgrade you just blow past the race like it's not like you it's not like you're like you know you're, like you're, you're underpowered and then you're overpowered there's like a lot of like he said it wasn't balanced in that way which is yeah kinda... I mean so when the game clicks it is a really cool visceral racing experience it's just that like it just kind of feels like they didn't they haven't played games like the kind of you know it just common sense stuff I don't know so when Yamauchi said he's never played Forza he's probably never actually played it kind of like the Final Fantasy 14 guys who never played WoW right uh, yeah wow yeah did we ever talk about Final Fantasy 14 actually that letter that they put up which I've never seen the likes of anywhere before we didn't know well, didn't they that all get fired amazing. or something yeah or? pretty much did they, they get got fired sent in the corner leave. nobody gets fired in Japan oh, but they no, they quit, they're right? still there they just they're just like taking off into the like corner room like, basically secret amana to iPhone <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <laughs> like I'm gonna make this total dog shit just to get back at this fucking company it's tragic too because the guy in charge of 14 Tanaka has been there since like the beginning like he was on the what was it the first one or the second one or at least the third one, Final Fantasy, and like. Well, so fill people in on what we're talking about with the letter and and stuff like that. You sent it to me. So Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, this was a little a few weeks ago, but um, they posted a letter on the website. Basically, they kind of replaced the entire staff. Like, the staff that made fourteen kind of took the fall for the game being basically unfinished and terrible, and um, AKA thrown under the bus. Basically, kind of yeah, in America. Mm. But uh, so, and for people who don't know. So wait, wait, are you saying it's not their fault? I mean, they were the staff that made the game. Well, there's this whole big thing. There is, I, w- I was going to say, there is this whole big contingent on the web. Now, I haven't been following this that closely, but a lot of people are saying that, um, you know, 
they kind of forced them to put the game out before they wanted to in the first place because mm-hmm. it wasn't done. And so um, they had to rush it out and then everybody complained and they had to take the fall for it. Like so, that they were working mm-hmm. on new systems and things like that that didn't end up panning out mm-hmm. and that because the time is like, okay, fuck it, go back with with what you had from 11. So the main complaint right. from somebody who's completely, we need to get Milky on this show and Will right, to right. talk about this in detail. We already talked to him about it, but for somebody who doesn't really know, so Final Fantasy um, uh, ele- the main complaint is that it has not evolved at all from Final Fantasy XI. Is that right? It, it doesn't take any of the lessons from WoW. It hasn't. Uh, I, I it's mean, not even just that. People are yeah. saying Final Fantasy XI is a better game. Like yeah. there's a lot of things in fourteen Ouch. that just don't Crazy make sense. They change UI stuff problems. that didn't need to be changed, and yeah. there's UI issues, and yeah, there's all sorts of problems. So they have not yet charged for the game because they right. basically said, "Okay, this is fucked up. Have another month on us. Have another month on right. us." And now fi- they finally said, until further notice, as part of this letter. The game is free to play. Yes, and the PS3 version is delayed. Like it was going to be out in March. Now mm. it's just it doesn't even have a date. It's right. just like when, whenever. So which like to see this kind of very public like our game is fucked up because I mean almost every MMO when it comes out is fucked up, right? Even yeah. WoW was fucked up when it first came yeah, out. Yeah, but servers I mean, were it, down. it was it was fucked up on yeah on that level, but still as a game, it was miles beyond anything that had come out before it. Right, right. Yeah. But uh, but so anyway, I mean. I've never seen this kind of public acknowledgement, yeah. especially from Square, from a Japanese company, just saying, like, hey, we fucked up. It's really fucked up. Um, we'll let you know as soon as we can when yeah. it's not going to be fucked up anymore. And, like, all these key staff members got taken off the project. And apparently, like, a lot of the guys who were responsible for Final Fantasy XI's, like, updates got moved in. Because I guess they were doing a really good job making yeah. XI awesome. And, like, now they're running the show. So, Interesting. sad. Okay, well, um, let's uh, uh, rewind it back. We were gonna talk. I was going to talk about another Japanese RPG. John, John's- why don't you drop that I drink again? Yeah, yeah, just drink do it, do it one more time. I dare you. Yeah. <laughs> we were gonna talk about another Japanese RPG. The last um, one that I think you played was. I'm very interested to actually hear what you think. You don't even know what game I'm gonna talk and say here. Dragon Quest uh, Nine. Dragon Quest Ten, right now. <laughs> I was, I was like, hey, what was the last DS Dragon Quest? Yeah, yeah, it was nine. But I'm curious, as somebody who's not really, I mean, because I think you're kind of like me, where you were really into JRPGs back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah. Kind of fell out of it, and then now you kind of gave it another chance here with Nine. I did with the Japanese version, and I didn't know if it's the Japanese version or the game, but I, I didn't get that into it. JJ and John were really addicted yeah. to it. What did you think? I haven't played the English version though. What did okay. You, um, Unfortunately, I sort of got hit a wall, or I mean, hit a wall of like personal give a shit. Right. So, <laughs> not like the game I like was that too expression. hard. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I I got pulled into it because people at my work, like Ryan Payton and uh, and a group of folks that um, play games on a email alias that we have. Yeah. Um, they they were all kind of like gathering at lunch and exchanging. Really, I don't know what they were like. You exchange Tag maps, mode. right? Yeah, yeah. You trade maps, and maps unlock dungeons, which give you cool drops or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. So um, I thought, okay, well, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And then, so my problem with that game was that um, it is just like another JRPG, except that like, except for the whole prospect of like meeting people and getting together and doing stuff like that. And I didn't really have that. Support because by the time I started playing it, everyone got sick of it or everyone stopped playing it. I remember right. going around the office saying, "Hey, do you want to you want to meet in the inn?" And everyone's like, "Dude, like, <laughs> so just eat my week. lunch." Like, yes. <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, yeah. Like, even David Ellis was like, "Yeah, we went to like Best Best Buy and had a meeting where we got all these maps." And I'm like, "Well, bring your DS in." And he was like, "Oh, dear, sorry, I forgot." Like, he just <laughs> nobody cared. And so, um, 
it, it was just really intimidating because I felt like as I was playing it, it's like, what am I missing out on? Like, I'm just going these like quests. Like, right. I could be going these cool dungeons that people have given me maps for, and you know, and right. I, I think it's a fine game. And I was talking to John about this the other day. I, I think the class system is cool, the, with the job system, and I think the story is okay, and the graphics are okay. Um, just very, still very JRPG, right? You know, right? So, too conventional for too conventional. And I think the Koreans have actually stepped up in the, in the. I mean, I mean. <coughs> The Sorry. Who? Koreans? They, yeah. they, they don't make good games. <laughs> Sorry. I have played so many Korean RPGs, and so they're all I. terrible. And they're all terrible, but I think what I do like about what they've tried to do is Nine that... Nine Nights. Dude, <laughs> like, like, the Koreans right, just love Sorry. Blizzard, right? I mean, they just, they just love... Like uh, they love the freak on those Blizzard games. <laughs> no, they just they, they just love Diablo and like they, they just love loot, right? And I think if nothing else, it's like JRPGs, RPGs in general just have terrible stories in, anyway. So it's just like just focus on the loot and then and I'll be fine. So, we were talking about this yesterday because yeah. we were watching Sasuke, right? And remember right. that one guy was like, what, what would he say? We were talking uh, about why dialogue is so bad in Japanese games. And then like, it's because going, they say it in real life. It's like they yeah. use it in real life. He's like, I'm going to turn the cheers of my family into a weapon that I will yes, use to defeat exactly. Sasuke. That's essentially what it translates right. to, what he yeah. said. When I, was like, he's gonna I had this epiphany, like, oh my god. Like, people actually think that way. That's not yeah. just the end of Final Fantasy games. Like, people really are thinking here. Is, like, that, is the, that like your jobs to not... To, right. You don't know how hard it is when you gotta <laughs> yeah. change that into something that sounds like something's cool. An entire somebody... game's worth of that. Mm-hmm. But um, so uh, r- real quick though, something you said actually, RPGs don't have good stories. One RPG that that John was playing, I thought this would make a nice little way to mention this. You were playing, you started playing Dragon Age, right? Oh and yeah. One I thing did. about that and like the Bioware RPGs is that the dialogue and the stories, like. It was an epiphany for me at the end of Mass Effect. It was like, oh my god, this makes sense. Like, even at the end of the game where every JRPG falls to part and the mana tree, you know, (laughs) comes up and crystals are happening and it's like people are talking (laughs) about... Your father comes from the moon. Yeah, (laughs) people are like their hopes and dreams and whatever happened and like, what the hell? Like, it never makes any sense. And in this game, it was like, that actually made sense. Like even the very end made sense and it really struck me how accustomed I had grown to the ends of RPG just completely getting into metaphysical bullshit right and so I just want to clarify I'm just talking about JRPGs Right. Right. I, I think I think Microsoft. Western games are like up oh. here, right? And you guys are like way down. I thought you were going to say Microsoft, any Microsoft-owned uh, property is absolutely. I think they're EA effect. now, so right. to hell with them. But uh, what do you think of Dragon Age? Uh, so I've only far? I only played like a probably two hours. So I'm just getting started, but um, and I'm not much of a Western RPG guy myself. But I actually I like it. I'm really interested so far. I want to play more. I like the dialogue. Um, I like, and I got this a bit with Mass Effect, but I like the fact that, you know, Western RPGs have, like, dialogue variety. Like, you have all these different things you can say and different choices you can make. And right. it makes for some stupid dialogue sometimes because it's, like, there's too much of it in, on at times. Yes. Sometimes it's not focused enough, I think. But I mm. think that's probably, probably plef- preferable... If you're into actually quote unquote role playing, it's probably preferable to like being spoon fed a story, even a good one. I so, mean, did you play Mass Effect? I did, yeah. yeah I, I mean, so Mass Effect was the same way. It's basically Mass Effect. Yeah, pretty much. But I'm, I think the content of Dragon Age might be a little more appealing to me, just because I'm sort of I like the fantasy RPG mm-hmm. like setting and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, this is bad. It's, it's, it's like a podcast about Japanese games, but we're 
talking about the This is a Western podcast RPGs. about guys in Japan mm-hmm. who <laughs> work in the Japan game industry who play games. Doesn't matter where they're from. Even shitty Korean games, right, JJ? Yeah. Okay. So um, anyway, the small the point is I I'm, I like it and I'm going to play more of it and I would like to see, you know, Japanese companies try take a stab at Western RPGs. There you go. I agree. I would very much like to see that. That'd be awesome if like a major publisher did yes. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It would be amazing. That, I think that, that would be. Really I think good. that would be a lot of work for you guys. I mean, that's just. I mean, I, when I play games like Mass Effect, I'm like, dude, the script for this thing must oh, yeah. be insane. And the branches and yeah. all the different making something sound natural, even after you just said something else. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah right, they're, right. they're very much at the head of, of uh, localization on that stuff as well. But uh, that's like another topic. Um, did they localize Mass Effect? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know how the Japanese version was, but uh, actually, we know some people who worked on it. Yeah. So yeah, we'll talk about it someday. Um, otherwise, John, you replayed through. You had a a little classic gaming moment over your break. Christmas. It was a, yes. So my Christmas, Christmas tradition. Break, yes, it is. Every, well, I haven't been home for Christmas in a couple of years, so I haven't done this in a couple of years. But uh, we had a blizzard. I was home in the East Coast, so some of you guys probably were part of this but um we had a freaking giant snowstorm um it's like 26 inches or something and right in the beginning of that um you know i was gonna be trapped home all day i was planning to go out that day so i broke out my famicom and my famicom disc system which is like brand new in my closet um popped in zelda the disc version the original zelda uh and i played through zelda um beginning to end so this is actually the first time that i have ever played through it in one sitting and didn't die like i've done i've played through it in one sitting and I've not died, but I never did both in the same thing. Wow. So How long did it take you? It took me four hours, but I took a break to wow. eat in the middle of that, so what? it was probably like three hours. <laughs> is it is this because you know exactly where to go? Uh, I played through that game so many times. Okay. And this is the first right. quest. The second quest would take a little longer, but okay. like, yeah, I went through the whole thing. Respect, um, man. Three know, hours. Yeah. Four hours with lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> it was Respect. awesome, though, because yeah. it was like snowing outside, like hard, and it was just like, you know, nice and cozy, and I was sitting there playing. I put an, an NES controller in, because, you know, the stupid, the Japanese controllers are like two feet long. Right, right. right. <laughs> Um, but it was really fun, and I, I really love that game. That is my favorite game ever, like, for sure. Well, so something really cool that came out, and I, I tweeted this to you. Oh, but yes. Like, just over the Christmas holidays. Yes. Um, oh, we'll have to put a link up, because I'm blanking on, um, I think it was somebody associated with Lost Levels, but was not Lost Levels, found, got a a prototype oh, of right. the original Legend right. of Zelda. Yes. And mm-hmm. cataloged all the differences of like that. Nothing huge major, but if you're a big Zelda fan, even the minor stuff is really fascinating. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The enemy... Uh, some sprite changes. Some yes. sprite changes, some like... Um, difficulty tweaks it seemed like uh, mm. different rooms kind mm. of disappeared and came in some sound effects i think were different yeah some of the levels just weren't even done like you know like yeah. like and especially in the second quest like there were just just some levels were just like sort of laid out but not there's nothing in them and, and like you find these especially of more recent games um and even some of the later like 16-bit games but to find one for uh Nintendo published yep. 8-bit game and something as big as Zelda is really like a holy grail. Yeah. It was amazing, yeah. So to yeah, see that. you have to check that out. That was uh, that was really interesting. And from reading about that, I found I didn't even know this, but maybe this is old news. But apparently, this happened with Super Mario Brothers 2 USA a while back too. There was a prototype version of that as well, yes. which had some different stuff. Yeah, that is, I think, on the Lost Levels. They have like a huge yeah. And of course, everybody knows Earthbound. The original Earthbound yes. was, um, and it later confirmed that that turned like no one was for sure that was real, but. It turned out to be real because the Earthbound Game Boy Zero, right? Advance right. remake had the same changes that that US version had in their version. So right, um, and the Zelda thing too. Like it's not really no one can know for sure. Like someone found a disc on Yahoo Auctions, but 
one of the sprite changes was like there's artwork of it in one of the strategy guides or something so it's like just oh, that it's like mm, this makes you think geez, it might be real yeah it was so it's pretty cool <laughs> um hey uh when does the new zelda come out uh next question. year spring Okay. I don't I think it's spring. I think it's this year. Yeah, I mean, it's probably whether they the fall say it's spring or not, it's coming out in the fall. Is, and it's, do I need the the new waggle? I assume it'll adapter. come with the new waggle. I'm sure okay. it'll come like with the, yeah. the fine tune. Skyward Sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to, uh, Wii Motion Plus. Okay. Probably right, come right. with the new controller. Right, with the, the, new, yeah. the new Wii Mote that's built in. You Nervous about that. that game. I don't know. I hope it's good. Oh, Majora's Mask. You know, that, came, I, that needed a special hardware, right? And that got voted Game of the Decade by GameFAQs readers. Really? Game of the Decade, 2000 to 2010. Legend and it came Zelda, out in 2000, Majora's too. Mask. Wow. wow. Yeah. That is a great game. It's a great game. It's not Game of the last 10 it's, years it's though. kind of weird though to think of that as part of the last decade you know right like, it well it seems so long ago like i thought that was a 90s sort of thing but i guess not it was right on the bubble came out in 2000 yeah, yeah. uh so hiroko yeah you've been quiet over there but now <laughs> is your time to shine because we got an email over the break that uh-huh. uh you had sustained an injury <laughs> you sustained an injury oh, show right. che. you can you can still okay. see the chicken so my thumb like right here it's kind of what do you call these bruise bruise yeah callus callus and then i have a bruise on my palm whoa what were you doing so i was holding my psp but i think my one of my fingers i was pushing my fingers into my palm (laughs) so she was like so intensely playing (laughs) yeah that her finger was like pushing into her palm (laughs) did you beat kurupeko yes Hmm? Did you eventually beat Kurupeko? Yes, I did. Do you, After like you, playing for like three hours. Did you? You know about the dung bomb, right? That'll send all the monsters away. I was throwing. I just those told her some of this stuff to last okay. <laughs> <laughs> We played a little bit yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I, I can beat Kurupeko without getting hit. Just wanted to. Are you trying to there. brag? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me you're She's better? She's trying than really me? hard. Dude. Yeah, I know. So, so you played a ton of Monster Hunter Portable Third. Yes, I did. And so, what do you think? Like, uh, tell us your thoughts as somebody who's basically like new to the Monster Hunter mm-hmm. series. Um, so I see the addiction. I'm addicted to it, mm. but um, I think I um, said this to you earlier. But um, it's kind of like Animal Crossing. Like you. There's so many things that you have to do, so you mm. kind of feel obliged to go back to the game and play it. Right. But I could, I could tell that oh. you know after after a bit, I'm probably gonna just hate the game. Like I'm just gonna put <laughs> right. it down and like never turn turn it on. Did but that I, happen with Animal Crossing? Yes, it did. So it, basically, with Animal Crossing, you were super addicted, super addicted, super addicted, and then all yeah. of a sudden, just yeah, nothing, nothing. I mm. can see the Animal Crossing comparison. Like it really is like. You know, you're not having to pay back Tom Nook, but you're always wanting to come back to get like a new item and expand <laughs> right, your house. Right. Oh, she's totally like right. At some, I mean, at, I realize this too because at some, I played it a lot over the break, and I'm probably like 70 hours in now or something. And you finished the single player. I right? finished the single player. Well, oh. I saw the ending, but there's still more to do after that. Yeah, how was but, the end game, such as it is, uh, end game? You mean like how does it change after you beat it? Or there's still no, a lot I mean, more. How are the last couple parts to finish? To it's way easier you. than try. It's just like all you got to do is like beat the four star quests on a village and you get the ending. Mm-hmm. Ending was really cool. It's not like spoilery or anything, but like there's bits of try in the ending, which is kind of cool. So Neat. it's kind of yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Throwback. I think, I think what I think what Hiroko went through was called a a chain flop, right? Let me see. <laughs> No, I think well, it's like really? hitting a wall of don't give a shit or, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or whatever word of you 
She's right, though. That's the masterful design of that game, though, is that I realized this over the break is like you're because I'm I'm obsessed with it sometimes. And I'm like, why do I have to keep going back and playing (laughs) and doing this and that? Because there's always something new. You're always going to go to your farm and like get some new materials there or you're going to go to the village and do some quests or you're going to go upgrade your cats or you're going to go do this to do that. There's like a billion different things to do. Yeah. And you always find something that you're lacking. So you feel like, oh, you got to go out and get that. You're going to quit and you're like, well, I'll just grab the stuff that's at my farm. And then you get like a bug and you're like oh wait now all i need is this bone and i can get that thing okay i'm just gonna get the bone but while you're getting the bone you get like a a monster like ball sack that that, like (laughs) makes an awesome shield and you're like well now that i just need two more ball sacks and i can make this amazing shield it's like it and it never ends yeah yeah they Mm. they did a really good job of that of of, and it's just better than the last game and they just keep getting better and better at that so we've talked about monster hunter to death in it see our last show our special which actually went uh got received better than i would have yeah, a lot yeah. better yeah. ever expected a lot of people picked up monster hunter because of it i hope that they're enjoying it i feel like we gave mm-hmm. an accurate representation of what you're getting into Actually, yeah so you know, that helped me a lot to mm. get into the game because yeah. you know really? i was clueless with the game but then i started remember what we talked on um, mm-hmm. the podcast and then that helped me um understand the game good yeah. right <laughs> right and i think if you you have to go in knowing you're not going to get gratification for immediately five ten hours yeah that helps a lot too Mm -hmm. uh with a lot of people so um hey mark yeah um so for people who who aren't here yeah you guys have a bunch of like new year's and christmas cards on your table we do Mm -hmm. and i just i just noticed this really just bizarre tango gameworks a division of zenimax oh yeah Yeah. look at that let me see that what do Hard we have here? So um, yeah, it's just so Kimi weird that Mikami right? is mm-hmm. now a division of Zenimax, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah that entire right. that entire yeah. thing is a uh, is pretty crazy, especially how fast it happened. Um, so we we were going to talk about this actually. We mentioned this uh, a few weeks ago, but uh, so Japan has this tradition. Well, Hiroko, why don't you fill us in on the whole Nengajo uh, thing? Um, yeah. yeah. So Japan has a tradition. So um, we send out cards called Nengajos. Um, on New Year's, mm-hmm. so we sent out a bunch. Like we, I think we sent five hundred of them. It was five hundred and fifty-eight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they're basically <laughs> yes. they're basically like Christmas cards, right? Except uh, individuals and businesses, businesses and, and they're like, yeah. more like postcards. They don't fold out. Yeah, yeah, right. it's a postcard. So yeah, everybody does these every year, and in the mm-hmm. gaming industry, we we do one. Um, Super Brothers Craig made ours, which uh, yeah, I might it's be awesome. a little biased, but ours is the best. I, <laughs> I, no, I really, I, agree. I really think I agree. Yeah. Ours yeah. is the best is. that I've uh-huh. seen, and it usually it incorporates the uh, the animal whose year it is on yeah. the, uh, the this year zodiac. is rabbit. We we probably spend a lot more money than most people do on these cards, though. To be fair, really? I mean, I That's think so. I, if you look at some true. of those cards, they're pretty. Yeah. To cheap looking. No, 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 no. Connect cards. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, connect. Yeah. They, I think they kind of skimmed down on their budget I mean, from last hey, year like compared to last Camilla year. <laughs> connected and sell out. Like level, level five card is cool. Yeah, level, yeah, level five's five card. They got like you know an artist to come in and make their card, and and then uh, uh, Tango GameWorks. A lot of them have like a a lot of the developers just have an artist put their characters in a. That's true. They probably have a lot of in house, which is part of what makes the. Gameworks card so interesting actually it's really crazy it kind of looks like Akira art from Akira it looks like Akira it looks like Che do you know that there's a heavy metal artist is it it, uh, am I thinking of Mobius Mobius? yeah Yeah. I'm thinking of Mobius it looks a lot like his kind of art style it looks really cool maybe we can put a uh, scan scan of this up on the show and you you always wonder like so is this just 
one of their artists? Is this just an image? Is this from something they're working on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. yeah. So that was yeah. very cool because I think mm. that looks very awesome. And their, their website, too, is amazing. Like, they have the most awesome, like, artistic, kick-ass looking website. It's just, like, all kind of, like, pencil, like, right. art. It's like a notepad. Yeah. It's really, really nice. Mm. So who else do we have? Um, uh, Nenga Joe here from We've Microsoft. Got Microsoft. <laughs> Microsoft Connect, which has some girls in kimono We got jumping. a lot of stuff from Sony also. Up and down. Um, Grasshopper. Grasshopper yeah. has kind unique. of a sexy bunny girl it's from kinda, Shadows of the Damned. Yeah. But they were the only people to wish us a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Usually it's just a Happy New Year. Well, that shows that they're Western. Uh, yeah. They have, uh, you know, thought for the uh, Westerners. Yeah. Not Platinum. for the Jews, though. Platinum has a pretty sweet, uh, uh, very nicely designed It's, it's very sleek. Oh, yeah. It's like uh, yeah. slick and stuff like that. Oh, nice. JP uh, signed the back for us, too. Mm-hmm. Shout out to JP. Nice. And uh, their newest employee, Mr. Nick Rocks. Yeah. That's right. Of Game Fan Fan. You may not know him, but uh, he's going to work there at Platinum. Our best wishes. Yes. For him, he did a lot of uh, work for us here yeah. at, yes. at, at A4. Nick worked so. with us on a bunch of games. Yeah. He's awesome. One of the great ones. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So He starts like tomorrow or the next day or something. Out of... Uh, Capcom Osaka or something? Yeah, JP used right. to work at uh, at Capcom. Um, mm-hmm. Did a bunch of God Hand and some old Monster Hunters and a uh, bunch of games. So uh, yeah. he's just loyal to Mikami, basically. And he's uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, him and Mikami uh, go way back. So now he's he's with them doing new stuff there. Um, I'm excited to see what what they're gonna do. I think they had a, like a, didn't they announce a three game deal with Sega? Another one? Wait, well, a new one? No, I think their original deal was for three. The games. original deal is over. Games. It um, is. The original deal is over. Yeah, because they had a game, like they had some DS game or something too. Man, I think the one that they're working on right now is the last game. Yeah, the, the third game. I believe. Uh, so. I don't know how much this is public, this so maybe. But well, they're doing another one with Sega that is new from the three game deal. But the three game deal is is done. So is from what I've heard. Okay. okay. Well, anyway, anyway, no one. Yeah. So uh, what else we got? We got uh, Riga, Sega, Toku. I don't see the zombies. There. Of the end. I don't see any zombies. I see a lot of big guns. Um, maybe we should. Yeah, we can do scans <laughs> of a couple of these. We were out drinking Water with some yeah, guys from move, this move from controller. The, uh, so chase, I, chase competitor. Yeah, that's right. I saw. A I like the Sony ones. They're kind of Christmassy. I like. Yeah, that. they're always like you know, Christmassy, very traditional. I bought a move controller over the holiday. Did Are I you mention that? I think you did. I did use it. Um, I also I started playing Heavy Rain again, and I played through it w- with the move controls. Wow! So yeah, so you finished Heavy Rain twice. Is that no, I didn't finish it the first time. I got like halfway through, and then I just put it down for whatever reason. I, w- I was interested in it, but it was also. Did you have to start over, or did you? I did. To, oh, you did. Because my game save was on your oh, PS3. Right, okay. Yeah. So I did start over, which I didn't mind because I was playing and my girlfriend was watching. We got kind of into the story. Yeah. I think like moment to moment, the story in that game it can be kind of bad, but I think the overall story really does drag you in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, talk about like localization things. As a localization guy, like that was kind of hard. Like. Is people have talked about the accents and stuff like yeah. that that they don't have. They're supposed to be from Philadelphia, but like one of the worst I think things that I noticed was the kid. You're sword fighting with your kid at the start of the game, and one of the other kids is cheering you on, and he says, "Continue, continue." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like okay, that nah, doesn't really tra- transfer over. But for every one of those things, there's some amazing moments in that game. There's a part where I, I don't want to ruin it, but there's a part that has to do with a finger that I, that I, like is unlike anything that I've ever experienced in a game before. And I actually, it harkened back a lot to me to really old adventure games um, where uh, the game Branch is at a lot of points. And after I finished it, I think a very telling thing about the game is, A, that I finished it, 
uh, be that um, my girlfriend who was watching me play was so into it that she wanted the game to, to, to see the rest of the game, was, mm. was really into it as well, just even watching it. But also, you know, see that once I finished the game, I really wanted to know all the different places that it branched and what affected it, but not enough to go back and do it myself. Like, the, the actual playing of the game is not really... It's not that fun, right? It's more of an interactive, like, watching. Yeah. Because I watched you play the first half right. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't that fun to actually be playing. I mean, occasionally, very rarely it was. And mm. very rarely the move controls lined up with what you were doing in such a way. Mm. For example, throwing something or um, uh, turning a, a key or a doorknob or something like that, that it actually really matched up and worked. But a lot of times it had to be a little abstract. I mean, they did their best to make it consistent. So when your character is sitting down, you're always moving the move controller up vertically. Um, I mean, uh, orientate or orienting it vertically and then moving it down uh-huh. to bend down and to do things like that. And every once in a while it would click, but a lot of times it just didn't. And uh-huh. things that you thought should be simple were kind of ridiculous. And uh, the music in that game, which is really good, is like this building, like orchestral, like dun, dun, dun. You're like making <laughs> eggs sometimes in the movie. The music is coming on, and you're literally just fucking cooking eggs. And it's like, dun, dun. It's like this orchestral building, like huge orchestral score. But so I, it, the telling thing again was I think I wanted to see all the endings, and I did play through like the very end of the game just to change it slightly. But not enough to play it myself. I went on YouTube. I went to GameFAQs, right. checked out right, all the different right. endings and stuff like that. Mm. So um, I think it succeeded in a lot of a hugely flawed game, but also like really interesting. I'm glad it exists. I really think people should play it just to, with all of its flaws. I think right. it's absolutely worth uh, playing and owning and showing to people who aren't necessarily into games. I think that's another uh, great part about it is that it, it the graphics are so good and the story is so. Uh, of a nature that people don't think of video games as offering right. kind of that kind of thing. So, so. I haven't, since I'm going to, I still actually want to play it. Would you recommend I play it with the move or without? Like, mm. And I'm not somebody who really, I'm not a really, Waggle fan in general, but I mean. Really good question. So mm. I, I will say up until the very end of the game, I was still having trouble like opening doors. Like, <laughs> which is, yeah, which is probably a bad sign, right? I mean, like the, the motion for moving the move controller into the screen and out of the screen, uh-huh. the little icon that it shows, it, it uses these little icons to represent what you're right, supposed to right. be doing. They look very similar. Uh, and so uh, I would, for, or maybe I'm just retarded. I still had a problem <laughs> with that by the end of the game. Right. But um, I don't know because I know, I remember back, and it's been a number of months now, playing it with a regular controller, having problems with certain commotions on that. Especially the ones where you're supposed to move things slowly. Right, right. On, like rocking the baby. There's a part where you're rocking the baby on the controller. That oh, was right, because really it uses the six axis in the original one, right? right? Yeah, okay. But with the, with the move controller, I think it uses the move. Yeah, it did use the six yeah. axis, right? It wasn't the analogs. With the move controller, that was actually very easy. And certain oh, okay. things with the move controller, like the shooting, there's a shooting segment. I mean, really easy. Like, it, it happened. No problem. Um, to me, I would play with the move just because it was interesting. I refused mm-hmm. to even... Even though it was like my girlfriend was like, just fucking put the move controller down. Use the normal <laughs> controller. I was like, no, 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 no. I, like, I have to see the move, how the move controller is used. <laughs> it was just interesting to see how it was implemented. I'd say if you own the move controller, there's not enough games right. anyway that yeah. I would use your move controller. If you don't, okay. I wouldn't buy it for it. So, right. so I, you know, I, I think Heavy Rain... Uh, it's winning a lot of Game of the Year awards, no, no, it's, too. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, but I, I did feel like the storytelling was a little bit clunky. Right. Um, however, I, I think it still... I think it has the best quick-time events of any game 
I think ever made. Well, so and it's far, kind of a so. yeah. That's kind of a yeah. that's kind of a. I don't World's know if that's a compliment. Yeah, I don't <laughs> no, know if it's I a compliment mean, or not. It's I'm, like, a, I'm a huge fan of quick time events. You I mean, are? Really? I am. Yes. Wow. I, I, really? I play Dragon's Lair to this day. You like Shenmue iPhone. a lot. Yeah, you? I thought Shenmue was great. Shenmue. Wow. I thought Shenmue was, was, I thought Shenmue was great when you weren't walking around. I mean, if, when, sure. I think the quick time events are awesome. I mean, they're fun to they're fun to watch. I mean, okay, for instance, um, looking at. I think Metal Gear 3 had some quick time events, right? Didn't it? Or not? Metal Gear 3. You must like God of War. Yeah, I think I I like I like quick time events in general because they because it's just about rhythm and and then you get rewarded with awesome epic. It is better than watching a cutscene. Yeah. And just putting your controller down. What I don't like is when there's a cutscene and they force you to pay attention because they might pop up the next button. You're like, oh come on, dude. I just But that's all quick time events are. No, because with heavy rain. Mm -hmm. You're accustomed to. I mean, you're trained to. Well, that's true. Heavy Rain is a little right, different because, because like, the, the whole game, game is that right. way. Yeah, is that way. I yeah. mean, there are games where they just surprise you. They just want to like keep you on your toes. Well, Resident Evil Four is one of those games, and that's that's not a bad game. Resident Evil Four, you like, you think you beat the boss, and you put down the controller, and then <laughs> right. the rope wraps around your leg and dra- drags you like, right. oh fuck! Yeah. Actually, yeah, not not Metal Gear Three. Actually, it was it was RE Four. RE Four, yeah, right. yeah. Like the, like the end of RE Four had it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, um. Other does anybody have a really strong like feel? about their their game of the year speaking of game of the year i really don't because uh we talked about this right before the christmas break we went to uh this hamburger joint with cheapy brad from sony jean snow there were a lot of uh, assassin's creed votes and i could not for the life of me think of what my game of the year was and then like a couple days later it was like oh right minecraft Uh, uh the game i played the most this year and i think easily the most forward-thinking game of the year like just in its business and in the game in general it's just like so sum up it's an interesting pick in 60 seconds sum up what minecraft is to somebody who doesn't know uh minecraft is a game where you're set in a procedurally generated world and then you basically build the lore that exists in that world as you like mine for gems and rocks and stuff. Procedurally, I really need to try this game. So are you like killing monsters? While there are it? monsters at night. Monsters do come out and you've got to protect yourself, which is why in the first five minutes of the game, you've got to start building your own house and then you've got to build a fort and then... So when you say procedurally generated, that's it's not being made on its own. You're creating it you and you, other people it's it's being like it's generated randomly yeah. and then you are building on top of that and if you're playing it online other people are building right so you're dropping these big block big pixely blocks right. and uh and at night only monsters come out you don't or fight if them. you're in a cave if you're in a cave if it's dark there there will be monsters around so and you're not fighting them you're just hiding from them or no you'll fight them you, you can make swords and uh you know all sorts of weapons bows and arrows and so and and so it's on. cool because it's cool because not because of the gameplay not because i mean it's a very simple game well if if the building part is part of the gameplay then yes then it is the gameplay because but it's like, the building of stuff that's cool. right so like in my world i go in and like it's just you know nothing but trees grass and sand and you're like oh, whatever but then you start building your house and then that house becomes part of the world and then it starts becoming part of the story right so like what you, story well the story that you create so like you've built <laughs> I know guy this is it sounds like a bad commercial but uh so like there's you know I've got my house and then I get in a boat and I go sailing and like I you know as I'm going these new islands and stuff are being generated and like like these huge formations start you know propping up and you look at it and you're like well I want to go see what that's about you know and you mm-hmm. go over and like you know and this is being made randomly made randomly 
as you go through the world. Right. So, like, at the beginning, when you make the world, it only, like, makes a small segment. And so as you go on, and it goes on forever, uh, you know, it's randomly generating these really crazy structures. And but cool people are like also adding to it. People are adding to Well, not... If you're playing it solo, nobody's adding to it but you. But if right. you play on an online server, people have made cities. They have made like small RPGs that you can play through. They made the original mm. Legend of Zelda. They made, actually made Link to the Past, I think, World. Yeah, and, and they've, they've, really? they've done it's all sorts really of crazy impressive. shit. Like It's like an Asperger's dream. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that was the original title yeah. of the game, actually, was okay. Asperger's but, dream. But the cool thing about it is, like, it's, you know, and it's so simple. Like, any anyone can go in this game and make something cool and call it their own and that that like feeling of pride that you've just done mm. something cool and made your own thing is is part of the reason why the game is so fun to so play. so you don't have to be creative to have fun with it because I mean, it's, it's be like creative. basically saying that like adobe photoshop is your game of the year right no now. no yeah that's the thing like <laughs> adobe photoshop is very complex and difficult to use if you're not artistically oriented with minecraft it's like okay you if you can make a square out of squares <laughs> okay. then you can you can build something cool okay all right so let's uh, what about you mark did you have a game of the year i you know i don't actually feel qualified for the probably the what? first time in my life to really yeah to because you got a girlfriend you don't play games anymore no because <laughs> i got true. because i'm just way too busy like i i, I had, right. for whatever many different reasons i didn't play enough games this year to make an educated thing and i would rather i mean why, why were you making noises at like assassin's creed brotherhood I was just surprised because to me it looked so much like what the previous games were outside of the right. multiplayer. But again, that is a totally uh, that's mm. my uneducated. Whatever. David Ellis will jump through the internet and like <laughs> tell you. Well, like, I think one telling thing was that the reviews were like, actually, it's better than the last game, and it's like, what the fuck? Why wouldn't it's it the be? next yeah. game. It better <laughs> fucking be better than the last game. They said that about Assassin's Creed Two, and I hated Assassin's Creed. See, 2. So, and then mm. part of it also is because I I didn't hate Assassin's Creed Two, but I did stop playing it after a couple hours. And the first one I thought yeah, was very too. repetitive too, yeah. and I just kind of fell out of touch with everybody else. It was like right, right. gushing over it. So yeah. that's why I was surprised. But I will say we talked about the multiplayer on this podcast, and the multiplayer sounds really like something cool, yeah. something I'd like to yeah, try. It does. I'm kind um, of in a similar boat. I don't really have like I mean I could say what games I played the most this year, but I don't like which would be Monster Hunter Try and right. probably Game Dev Story. But like, um, I don't. I think if I had the time and played all the games, I could almost I could have a pretty good idea that the one that I would probably like the most is Red Dead Redemption. Like I, the few hours I played, it was awesome. So this is now but it's, games is the of game. the year would be right. if I played it exactly <laughs> exactly. It's just a very different award show. Right. award show. So I went and bought it this morning. So uh, yeah. oh, so you, oh, you did? Oh, yeah, because I, pl- I played like four or five hours. Of Wait, it, but so just, did you go to Akihabara today? No, I ordered oh, it in Play Asia Special hmm. Edition. Play Asia, playasia.com. Visit so, them. so you guys in Japan, you, you guys heard of this thing called Black Ops? You guys or Halo? I finished Black Ops. I finished okay. Halo Reach too. Okay, so they're not my games of the year. They're like know. those I are mean, like entertaining games that I've played a million times. I'm before. just, I'm just, it's just interesting to me because these are like mega super Western blockbusters. Oh, we right? know. Okay, we yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. No, we actually have talked about them on the okay. podcast probably right. more, well, more yeah. than they're due. Would like in what? Yeah. <laughs> Our thing, and, and actually to that end, I meaning to we gotta wrap it up here soon. But uh, Nino Kuni, I've started to play. We should talk about that another time. I want sure. everybody to play that. Mm. Um, there's uh, 
some other stuff. The last story I want to talk about. There are some movies that have come out. That's yeah, coming out. That looks pretty cool. I'm definitely getting that game. That looks badass. Yeah. And it's on the Wii, too. It's kind of... like I hope people are going to play it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope um, Nintendo's going to release it. I mean... That's another... Jeez. Yeah. Good question. They left some pretty good games in Japan last year. Uh, speaking of Nintendo, something we're going to be talking about a lot coming up soon. Uh, this weekend... They're having an event here in Japan showing off the 3DS. Um, and they're showing off a lot of the games that they showed off at their last event in Japan, but kind of nobody was at it. Uh, I, I happened to be there, but I there were like lines for everything. Who's was, going to this one? Anyone? I didn't even get to play anything. Um, I think Daniel Fight might be going oh, to this okay. one and writing some stuff. I kind of want to go just like on my own, but I might be too busy this weekend. Right. Uh, but hopefully, yeah, there should be coverage on oneup.com. Um, but. What's going to be there, and there was a lot of stuff there, is stuff like uh, Hideo Kojima's Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater 3D, the naked sample. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Street Fighter 4, uh, the Resident Evil Revelations, which there was more of in Famitsu, and they're saying the right stuff about that game, about it. That looks good. To original yeah. Resident Evil and horror. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, Professor Layton, Nintendogs and Cats, Kid Icarus, um, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time 3D. Like a, a lot of a lot of shit, Ridge Racer. Mm. Yeah. Um, Ridge Racer. Uh, actually, that might be the one game you'll be able to play if you go because nobody will. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'll see a lot of like coverage of that game because that was the one everybody could get to. Yeah. Um, and then not <laughs> not playable is stuff like the other Resident Evil game, The Mercenaries, um, Tales of the Abyss, uh, Star Fox. An eight four Wow, Star Fox. Damn. Paper Mario, Animal Crossing, Mario Kart. Blah blah blah. So uh, there'll be a lot more of that coming up. Um, Dead or Alive is going to be there too. Dead or Alive. User feedback. Oh, I, I do want to read this. Somebody actually found my Monster Hunter, my review of the original Monster Hunter. Oh yeah. I'm oh, yeah. actually very proud <laughs> of it because this is back when nobody. It was December 2004. Okay, nobody fucking gave this game two shits in the press, and I actually played the crap out of this game. Um, and it, you know, played it online. This is nobody would play the PS2 games online, and then they just review them. Like, right. I, I actually remember you playing it's awful. It, yeah, I asked you about it, and you're like, eh, it's got issues, but you know, it's okay. It's, so, so here's my here's my review. Uh, in many ways, I gave it an 8.0 out of 10. I think I I think I nailed this one. To be totally, <laughs> to be totally yeah. humble. All right. In many ways, Capcom's new role player is like Fantasy Star Online finally came to the PS2. One to four heroes set out on different missions, traversing the same few dungeons, but with different goals each time. Parentheses, everything from killing dragons to cooking meat. Okay, you'll notice the graphics immediately. The animation and characters look fantastic, and the outdoor environments are lush and convincing. But the best part of Hunter is the number of items you can gather from the land. Fish for food or profit, berries and mushrooms to mix into medicine. You can even mine ore and scavenge dead monster parts to fashion and armor or weapons. Unfortunately, Hunter shoots itself in the foot elsewhere. Single-player mode might as well not exist, as tedious and difficult as the missions are playing solo. Online, no one can leave or join games in progress, and the lack of voice chat makes communication a chore. Finally, you eventually adjust to the bizarre combat control scheme. This is back when the analog sticks. You had to move them up or down to attack. But only those with the time and inclination to appreciate Hunter's addictive item collecting will play long enough to find out. My Very God. good. The gospel, the gospel according to Mark. <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> I mean, do you, you think that the, your review would have changed if PS2's online wasn't shit? Uh, if it would have been, this is back when I think you had to even get like a Capcom ID or something. It was right. just ridiculous. Yeah, it, pro- it might have gone up like a little bit if it was voice chat was implemented better. I mean, just and, the, if, if PS2 had like kind of 
the PSN infrastructure now. Right. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe. Maybe mm. so. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely the single player being so bad was a huge knock against it. It's but, a pretty uh, high score, though, for EGM, right? No, it's a very high score. Yeah. Yeah. 8.0 is game. like a very high score. Yeah, yeah. The it gets a reward. It gets a silver. It would have gotten yeah. a silver, yeah, if it would have gotten... I don't know if it did from everybody else. Um, so we're almost we're almost wrapping up, right? How much? Because we haven't really given Chain much of a hard time. We no, I know. Get in on that. I know. Hard time about what, guys? Oh, <laughs> wait for wait for it. But uh, but uh, just finishing up the end of the year news. Mm. Um, we'll do more news next time. But uh, is the top best selling games in Japan of 2010 was released. Um, Pokemon Black White took the top honors with uh, like four and a half million. And then you got New Super Mario Bros. Wii, Final Fantasy thirteen came... New Super Mario Bros. Wii is still at 4 million. The next one, there's a big drop from 2 to 3. It's Final Fantasy thirteen at 2 million. Wait, what about Monster Hunter? Monster Hunter is not on here until much lower down. I mean, Monster Hunter just came out, so... This must have stopped, like, midway through yeah. December Wait, that's or something. weird, yeah, because Monster they Hunter sold, like, sold 3 million copies. 2 or 3, right? Yeah, yeah. This is a Media Create, but it's not on here. Media it, Create might be going to, like, Jan- December 15th or something like that. They probably... This is uh, this was a little bit uh, old, so it was probably based on until December 10th uh, numbers. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I guess the true t- 2010 numbers haven't come out. Might you right, Monster Hunter would be up there um i did notice on this list as it stands five of the top 30 games have mario in the name um mm. new super mario brothers ds still on here Crazy. New super mario brothers we mario where's, kart uh, where's mario kart yeah mario kart we still on here 21 an insane five hundred thousand. can you imagine the amount of cash that company has holy <laughs> crap it's, well i mean mario yeah. came, mario kart came out how many years ago and it's Five still selling like, better than most games that come out 2006 maybe that is um, insane yeah um hey, how's gt5 doing gt5 <laughs> is on here at number 27 and wow. oh, copies it's less than mario kart wait so what sorry what was the date on this this was probably this news is probably about a week old so wow, i don't know probably that's... through through mid mid december is a safe bet but huh. um yikes yeah it's not uh, yeah i've I, Anecdotally, we've heard people talking about GT being discounted a lot in, in the local shops and stuff like that as well. Nino Kuni as well. Yeah. Nino Kuni yeah, as well, yeah, sad. which um, yeah is sad, but I'm, I'm hoping that the ultimate numbers will come out. I mean, it did 200,000. It's a new IP. It did 200,000 its first week. It's totally the book. I mean, the book is just, mm-hmm. you, you're, you can't be expecting to sell too many when you have that giant book well, to I, run around I and play think, the game. I think it was just, it was not the right timing, like right after Monster Hunter. So anybody over the age of 13 is going to be playing Monster Hunter. Maybe and that, yeah. I think the real telling sales will come after the new, years. The, the new year yeah. because that's it's, when all the kids will have their money right. to go buy stuff it's hindsight 2020 though because to me like that book was the selling point you know to me that book is like this is what makes it cool and different and like the production value on that book is um, we're getting into what it is but talk there, well, about there's, there's a big it's not for you factor with that game though right because like i mean a yeah. lot of people just don't want that book period if you're so. older too you might right. kind of feel like a kid running the book around but what's the deal with the book like you get a big Book. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you basically the, the, the game the comes with message. a big actual physical book that has like some it's of the really moves nice you do too. in it, and has explains in the monsters, and then you need it for parts of the game. Oh. But anyway, we'll talk more it's about like a old school copy protection. Exactly, yeah. it is yeah. that. It is yeah. that too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, because oh. there's parts of the game where you have to have it. But we'll talk more about uh, Nino Kuni uh, next time, along oh. with um, other stuff. Last story, blah blah blah. All the things we probably should have talked about. 
this episode, but uh, we should wrap things up now. So um, let's see. Where can people find us to complain or <laughs> congratulate us about uh, stuff from this episode? So 8-4-Play on Twitter. Um, there's no dash in there. Uh, oh, or... let's give all of our uh, Twitter names real fast. Sure. Um, John TV. Uh, Hiroko 8-4. Chase Base. Sporsk, S-P-R-S-K. And Mark MacD. And then, yeah, so people can bitch us out personally there or collectively. <laughs> yep. uh, at 8-4.jp on the website or at 1up.com or the NeoGAF boards. Yeah, those hmm. are pretty much the general places. You can also yeah. basically find our episodes in all those places or on yeah. iTunes. Um, are we on the Zoom marketplace? I think we are, actually, although we didn't do it. I think 1up put us there. Why, why yeah. do you hate Zoom? <laughs> why? Come on. Why do you love you Zoom? Show us your I, remember, like, I remember you visiting Seattle one time. I was, soon after I started marketing, I was like, why is up with the Zoom? Why the fuck does it exist? Dude, come on. I mean, come on. It was like you, even before we had a drink. You were just like going off. <laughs> before I shook your hand, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is the Zoom, man? What's what with the wood thinking? paneling? Yeah. No. Come on. The wood paneling? <laughs> Why do they call it Zoom? But um, so uh, I think that's about it. What, JJ? You're making little Why are you grabbing your nipples motions. Your nipples. Are we not mentioning anything about the t-shirts? You're right. So we We're going to do that next episode, next right? Yes. We had a contest um, about Monster Monster Hunter t-shirts from Uniqlo. The Monster Hunter t-shirts are bought. We have not yep. yet notified the winners. At them right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to do yeah. that, uh, yeah, for uh, on next episode live. Uh, with an asterisk live we'll announce the winners um, and send those things out uh, thanks everybody for, for like your feedback on the last yeah. episode who won yes. the debate um, that we had on our 8-4 oh, website right. between a koala so that, debate, that debate was over before we even started talking about it JJ's running off to like collect data or something yeah but it was whether or <laughs> like not I this need comments. monster and monster hunter look more like a bunny rabbit or a koala and we got a lot of feedback. JJ, what was the final tally? Okay, so I was pretty generous here. Uh, co- people who definitely said koala were seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who said definitely rabbit, five. And uh, people who said they could see both were four. Wow. Koala, koala wins. It is. Koala wins. The people have spoken. Take your medicine like man. Yep. I, I'm just rolling my eyes here. What was the bet? Oh, what, what were you guys going to do? We didn't, I don't think we actually <sighs> bet it. But I just, I, I'm, I'm happy in knowing that I'm right. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm gonna just let you go. I'm gonna let you have this one, all, day. Thank you. We're all. It's happy not even close to a koala. Knowing that you're that you're right, John still <laughs> refuses to concede. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, third birthday. We should also talk about uh, maybe yeah, next week. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tentacle porn. It's, it's what's in. I like it. 2011. <laughs> Love it, Che. Che's already bored. He's regressing back to his iPhone. <laughs> so che, che, che before, before we, we go, go like tell us. Minute. Tell us about the next Halo. What can you tell us? Yeah, Halo Four. Go. What? When's it out? What's, go. Halo What's it look like? That's what you guys are making. Halo 4, go. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Talk. Uh, what, what do you want to know? What can you say about whatever it is that you're doing? So I work at 343. Um, it's a company. It is a subdivision of Microsoft. No, I, um, so I, I went over from turn 10 doing community management to, do, uh, to doing something new. Um, working with really smart people, really creative people who now uh, have ownership of the Halo universe. Mm-hmm. So that includes Frank O'Connor. Um, Frankie. So Godfather of Halo. And yeah, um, yeah I mean, I uh, so what I was doing at Forza was community management. I think any of you could probably do community management. I mean, basically, if you can talk to gamers and you've done... What is that, some kind of dig <laughs> at us? Like, oh, oh, it's like you guys. Even you guys, like a trained chimp, like you guys can do community <laughs> management. You, you, you'd be surprised at how, I think, 
clueless uh, companies can be about community and how to actually talk to gamers. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, it's not. I mean, I think for any of us here, we do it every day, so it's just not a big deal. Right, right. Um, but and a lot of it is actually learning how to set expectations and how to engage with people on forums. Right. Right? It's just kind of how you learn to communicate, and so that is kind of a black art for a lot of people mm. and. Um, I think community management is kind of blowing up, though. Right, I think of it, course. You know, and I, um, our friend Kathleen is doing it now for XBLA. Just Ernie's doing it uh, at Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog, right? Yep. So it's it's an important, but it's role. like a frontier. It's like uncharted territory. Uncharted. Wow, I even. Yeah. Oh wow, <laughs> nice, nice, like that plug. <laughs> we, we got a we got a Christmas card from yeah. them too. Send more t-shirts. Yeah. Um, it, it is, and, and so and so. I think the pro- the problem with that from a corporate level is. And I'm I'm like an old dude with a kid now, so it's like, you know, because it's uncharted and there isn't sort of a career path, right? Per se, but, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, you can blaze your own trail, right? But the problem is, is that, or you um, can play it safe, like Che Chow, and and just kind of move into another role. No, no, no. no um, but okay, so but uh, so you moved over, and but say what? What can you say? What's the official line on what you guys are doing? Right, you guys are owners now of the Halo franchise. Right, right. Um. Well, we've making a Halo Connect game. When can we see screenshots? Of Halo <laughs> I want to see Halo Babies uh, this year. No, I think I think the official line is that we will be supporting Reach for a while. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, and you know that everybody said you can follow him, Chase Base, on Twitter. See right. what he's up to. Uh, other people on Twitter. Actually, Frank is secretly on Twitter, right? But doesn't yeah. tell anybody. Search for Frank O'Connor, and you can find his name. He doesn't I think. follow anybody. He doesn't right. follow. He doesn't actually post. He follows know. nobody. No, and doesn't <laughs> post. Yeah, not really. He's blazing trails. As getting own. the whole Twitter thing. <laughs> Ryan Payton and David Ellis uh, are friends of the show. Also at three four three. Yes. Um, yes. Follow. Search for follow both of them on Twitter. Anyway, um, thanks for listening to us last year. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Thank thanks you. for all your listenings in uh, 2010 while you're listening to belong to us <laughs> here's hoping for more yeah in uh, in 2011 and especially even for those of you who stuck through the monster hunter episode yes which, you yeah. guys are awesome. a lot of people really like that and like it's probably our most commented uh podcast since we started and lots of people True. gave lots of love and i was really happy about it and a lot of people went out and got got the game yeah. and started playing it and yeah our check mm-hmm. is in the mail yeah. from did capcom. you guys get your card from capcom this time and where is it not yet whoa not yet. Oh. Oh. What the fuck? Hmm. <laughs> um, Seriously. You know, that Monster Hunter game, not that great. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, I might chafe lap on that. Is that an 8.0? Oh. Yeah. 4.0. So, um, anyway, yeah, we always appreciate the feedback. Uh, be sure to give us more. Uh, if you like it, tell a friend. If you don't, keep yes. it a secret. And, we um, have some kick-ass guests lined up this year. So we do, Look yeah. forward to it. We have a lot of exciting ideas. I, we keep saying that, but no, we really do. It's really happening. Um, yes. Anyway, uh, that's it for this week um, or probably the next couple weeks. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm. Che, you don't know this because you've never listened to the podcast, but we always ask the guest to give us our um, sign-off. So it's a, it's a, I'm giving you a few extra seconds now to think about it, but it, we always put them on the spot, and then they have to say something to like be the sign-off. We Are Ghost is Taken. So let me just axe that one off. He probably doesn't list. even know what that is because yeah, he doesn't listen. That's to the week. Right. That's that's what Garnet yeah. used to do right. on uh, one yeah. of yours, by the way. Um, but uh, so sign us off, Mister Mister Che Chow. Uh, much love to Neil Gaff and uh, 
<laughs> You're such an and ass kid. No, seriously, it's not trolling if you don't fucking admit it, so fuck you all. <laughs> Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! Sean!